tuning into Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Today's episode is a bit of a check-in for those of you who've been running a business for a while, and it's also a great listen for those of you who are just starting out on your journey. And it's going to be particularly beneficial if you've been feeling a little bit frustrated because your business isn't growing as much as you want it to, or if you've been working like crazy and you're doing really well, but you don't feel quite fulfilled by what you're doing. Today, we talk about defining your purpose. So here's a little peek at what you're going to learn today. First off, we're going to define what a purpose is and why it's so important. In our second segment, I'm going to teach you about our collective purpose. In our third segment, I'm going to share the benefits of defining your purpose and how doing this will help you as an entrepreneur. And then in our last segment, I have a bit of a challenge for you. But first, I want to start with a story. So a little while ago, I bumped into someone on the street who I used to work with, and he was really excited to announce to me that he'd quit his job, and he was going through an entrepreneur training program to learn how to build his own business. Now, he knew he wanted to be an entrepreneur, and he was sick of working the nine to five because he didn't feel fulfilled in his job. He didn't feel like he was really making a difference, and although he was a great designer, he didn't feel like the work that he was doing with this company was making any impact in this world. And he told me that as part of the program, he had to start up a new business and launch it before the program content ended. And he was stumped. He didn't know exactly what kind of business to build and he had a bunch of ideas, but he couldn't figure out which one to choose. So three of them he pitched to me. One was to build an app. One was a membership site for men's fashion. And the third idea was an online business selling novelty items to pet lovers. Three very different ideas in completely different markets and using different skills. And as he pitched each one of them, he quoted the stats about, you know, market sizing and potential, not one ounce of passion or excitement. He was asking me to tell him which of these three ideas that he should launch. And I really wish that this was a one-off instance but it isn't. All too often, I see people leave jobs that didn't fulfill them only to start a business that doesn't fulfill them either. And instead of doing the work to start up a really demanding business that isn't going to fulfill you, you might as well stay at your nine to five job because at least there you've got a little bit of stability and you've got shorter hours each day. So the problem is starting a business for the primary purpose of perceived freedom is the wrong reason. Starting a business for the purpose of making money or for fame or notoriety is the wrong reason. And starting a business just to stick it to your old boss, wrong reason. Trust me, chances are your boss isn't going to even notice you when you start a business. We sometimes joke that entrepreneurs work 80 hours a week just so they don't have to work 40. 
And there's a lot in that statement to dissect. But most important thing that I want you to take away is that it's a lot of work to be an entrepreneur. Uh, way more work than it is to having a job. So when you sign up to build a new business, you better make sure that you're doing something that you love because you're going to need that staying power of passion and purpose. So I do believe that we all have a unique dharma or purpose in life. Something that we're meant to do in this lifetime. And the thing is, Everyone's purpose is unique and looks very different than others. Some people get frustrated because they think that their life purpose has to be something that is epic, like finding a cure for cancer, or that it has to involve drama and sacrifice, like working in a third world country. But purpose doesn't have to work like this. Your purpose varies depending on whatever you designed it to be before you got here. And it might be something epic and noble like finding a cure for cancer, but I also know a lot of people whose purpose is to literally have as much fun as possible and to help other people have fun. There isn't a good, bad, right or wrong formula for your purpose, so don't try to judge it, don't overthink it, and definitely don't compare yours to others. So I want to define two different types of purpose that you're going to use when you're thinking about your business, your big P purpose and your small P purpose. First, we have our big P, and this is your intrinsic motivator. Sounds pretty fancy, but quite simply, this is how you will help and serve others with your business. We don't ever start a business based on financial goals or objectives. Dig deep inside of you and find something in there that is bigger than a financial goal. There's something at the soul level that you are yearning to help people with, to teach them. And I'll give you a hint. It is typically linked to whatever your unique gifts are. Figure out what your big P is because this is your North Star. This is your big Y. This is what will guide you and help you keep focused with your business. Your small P purpose is your business objective, and this should be strategic, and quite typically this is what is economic. We often call this your extrinsic motivator. Now, if you want to build a conscious business, you have to start with a purpose. Because whether you know it yet or not, your business is an organic entity with a soul. Think about it. As you care and you nurture it, it starts to grow. Maybe it goes through the terrible twos and it gets into a bit of trouble. At some point, it might have an identity crisis and have to go through some sort of major pivot or reinvention. And let's not forget puberty, you know, the awkward years where we go through intense growth and development after which we awaken to realize a whole new part of ourselves that we didn't even know existed. It's the point where you realize that you have great power, but you're not exactly quite sure how to use it. At different points in your life, your business is going to expand and at certain points it might contract. It strives to self-actualize and realize its true purpose. And that is part of evolution. And there's a great quote that I love from Rollo May. He says that every organism has one and only one central need in life, 
to fulfill its own potentialities. I love that quote. I'm going to say it again. Every organism has one and only one central need in life to fulfill its own potentialities. If we're building a conscious business, we never start with the primary objective of making money. And yet, I still see entrepreneurs doing this all the time. They ask me what sort of business they should create. Like, I hold some sort of jar of potential business ideas that can just be handed out randomly. Or they're trying way too hard to think of a cool business idea that would make them lots of money. And this is always a red flag for me because I know in that moment that they're operating from their head and not their heart. And I'm always concerned when I see this because they're starting a business in the wrong way. A business should be built from a sincere desire to solve a problem or to help and serve people in some way. Or sometimes it's a calling that we experience or it could be some sort of opportunity that's presented to us. But never start it with a goal of doing something cool that's going to make you lots of money. When this happens, we know that our ego is in the driver's seat and you're seeing money and or fame as your big shiny object. This is not how we build a conscious business. Now there is another type of purpose that we have and this is called our collective purpose. In addition to running a successful business that helps fulfill our big P and our small P, we also have a collective purpose with our business, which is something that we're all responsible for, each and every one of us on this tiny little planet. And do you know what our collective purpose is? I'm going to let you take a guess. What is it that we are all meant to do together through business? Is it A, make more money, B, consume more products, or C, raise consciousness and connection on the planet. I hope you answered C, raising consciousness and connection on the planet. See, because when you sign on to build a conscious business, you sign on to do things a little bit differently. And it means that you understand the pure potential of business. Think about it. What percentage of each week do you spend working? For many of us, we spend far more time at work than we do with our loved ones. And so instead of beating your head against a wall and being resentful that work takes you away from doing the things you love, why not focus on doing work that you love? Why not use your business as an opportunity to grow yourself, to step into leadership, and to learn the art of building powerful relationships? Often when we talk about conscious business or corporate social responsibility, We use the term triple bottom line to measure the success of a business, which means rather than just focusing on profit or how much money the company made, we also look at social impact and environmental impact. But I think we're missing out on a chance to fulfill our collective purpose. So as you're building your business, keep this collective purpose of raising consciousness and connection in your mind. It is a great lens to use and it will help you make the right decisions to expand your reach and your impact. So I want to share some of the benefits of defining your purpose. First off, it keeps you in balance. We often describe entrepreneurship as a roller coaster ride. 
the highs are really high and then the lows are really low. And staying connected to your purpose makes sure that you stay humble and grounded with your big success. And then at those times when you encounter disappointment, and trust me, you're going to if you haven't already, it acts as a reminder about why you are doing this and it gives you that much needed energy and inspiration to keep going. Number two, it gives you clarity and direction. So whether you have a really big decision to make or you need a bit of perspective to reframe disappointment, being clear on why you started this business in the first place helps you see things more clearly. Thirdly, it helps you prioritize your tasks. Let's face it, there is an infinite amount of tasks and distractions vying for your time and attention. And if you're clear on your purpose, then it just helps you to be completely crystal clear on exactly what needs to be done and what can be set aside as a second tier priority. Number four, it's strategic. When we make decisions based solely on money, we make bad decisions. Because when we feel an urgency to make money, this urgency comes from a place of lack which is quite emotional. And when we tend to look at things in a short-sighted way like this, instead of seeing the big picture, we miss out significantly on opportunity. So when you stay focused on helping and serving the most amount of people with your big P, you're naturally going to come up with the most impactful and the most lucrative opportunities. Facebook is always a great example. They started out with a purpose as a social networking website to connect as many people as possible. The clarity on specific business models and how they were going to make money was made clear later on. And number five, it gives us motivation and fulfillment. Success without big P causes us anxiety because all we're doing is raising the financial benchmark of what we need to maintain. And while it might give you a fleeting moment of satisfaction, it will soon turn into just action items of how are we going to maintain the success or hit the new targets. Trust me, I see this all the time. There are certain people that you might look up to and admire as being ridiculously successful and having more money and more material objects than you could even imagine. But don't ever make the assumption that they are necessarily 100% happy or fulfilled. Now, it's time for your challenge. Guess what I'm going to ask you to do? I want you to draft your big P purpose for your business. And you might have done this a while ago because I've talked about this a few times. But now would be a great time to check in and revisit it. Often what happens when we start out is we have a really rough idea of what our purpose is going to be. And then as we grow our business and get more clarity, our purpose starts to get more clarity too. It starts to get refined. So here's your challenge. I want to challenge you to write out the purpose of your business in, are you ready? Seven words or less. Now, I'm asking you to write out your big P purpose, how you help and serve others through your business. And I like to put a limit on the number of words here because when we do that, it really forces us to get clear 
and also to be very specific. So if it helps at all, I'm happy to share my purpose statement. And I'm actually going to give you a little bit of context. I'm going to share a few previous versions of it so you can see how it's really um, evolved and refined over the years. So it started out as, I help people grow their businesses. Then I started to tweak on my target market and focused on working with startup companies. So then it became helping startups build high-performance leadership cultures. More specific, but not necessarily the sweet spot of what I wanted to do. Then I started to really own this fusing of spirituality and business, which is something that I intended to do from the very beginning, but I really think I lacked the courage to own that. So then I got along to this purpose statement, which was teaching people to fuse business and spirituality. And once I own that message, that led me to my current purpose statement, which really allowed me to be more specific to what the benefits are of how I help people. And so currently it is teaching entrepreneurs that personal growth equals business growth. So here's a few tips for defining your big P purpose. What does your heart want? Who are you inspired to help? What are some of the things that you loved to do when you were a child? What are you passionate about? And what do you secretly, deep down inside, really, really, really want to do? Your big pay purpose shouldn't contain any of these statements that are ego-driven, like to be the biggest, to be the best, to change the way that, and try to avoid those cliche terms like revolutionize or leverage. You want it to be specific, yet not arrogant or ego-driven. And here's a question that I get asked a lot, might be on your mind right now. Is my business purpose the same as my life purpose? Good question. Especially if any of you are entrepreneurs running your own business, then you have the opportunity to have your business purpose completely 100% align with your life purpose or your personal purpose. And I believe that for many of us, our business spans over a smaller period of time. So your life life purpose is the big picture view, and it's often informed by your life lessons, by your learning experiences, and also the environment that you were born into. And your big P purpose for your business is a specific action item that you take towards making that come true. So I see your big P purpose as a sub purpose to your overall life purpose. So for me, my personal life purpose is that I help people awaken their authentic power. Now this is really relevant to me because it really represents my life experience. For so many years, I observed others and myself operate from fake power, you know, in the corporate world based on job and title and rank. And I call this external power because it's temporary. It's linked to your job or maybe to a material object. And it can be taken away if you lose your job or if your circumstances changed. It's linked to what you do or what you have. Whereas your authentic power is your internal power. And when we activate our authentic power through a deeper understanding of who we are, like understanding your core values and then activating the necessary courage to trust and live from this place as we make decisions 
and interact with others. So my big P purpose of teaching entrepreneurs personal growth equals business growth rolls up into my life purpose of helping people awaken their authentic power. Now, I have worked with some people who do believe that their personal purpose is the exact same as their big P purpose, which is great. So check in with your heart and you'll know exactly what it is. They might be exactly the same or they are likely aligned in some way. So I challenge you to create your purpose statement in seven words or less. And I'd love you to share it with us on my Facebook page. So forward slash the corporate yogi. Because we'd love to see it and you will definitely inspire others with your courage. And now the second part of this challenge is for you to build a structure to socialize it and remind yourself of it. And this is quite simply just a way to keep it top of mind so that you can stay focused to it. You could have it written out and posted on your desk or you could have it digitally on your desktop. I like to keep mine on my list of weekly goals and it's also part of my quarterly and monthly slide decks for goals that I set. So when I check in to revisit those goals, I always have it right there as a North Star to remind me and keep me on track. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode. I hope that you accept my challenge to define your purpose and that you will have the courage to share it with us. And for any of you who are feeling a little frustrated because you don't know what your purpose is, or you might have a clear idea of what it is, but you don't feel like you can live in alignment with it, then you might want to consider joining us for Thrive Retreat in May. Thrive is a whole life checkup, but we specifically focus on understanding what your dharma is, which is your purpose. So each day we undergo specific workshops and exercises to understand the different aspects of yourself and culminating in the end of the week, defining what your unique purpose is. So if you'd like more information, you can head over to my website at thecorporateyogi.com forward slash retreats. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.